you know, I just, I just have this picture, and we were talking about it before worship, that our, our mindset should be this. When you wake up in the morning, you're not a human trying to step into heaven, you know? You're not a human trying to step into the things of God. You are in that place. You have already been changed deep within who you really are. It's more like you are stepping out of heaven into this world. And I think if there's anything to leave you with, it's that idea. It's the concept of you out of who you know that you are. You get up. In fact, just see yourself. You know, what's your bed look like? Did you make your bed this morning? (laughs) You know, see yourself waking up and just being aware that you are a citizen of heaven and going into this world, not from some religious uh, requirement or obligation to please God. You know, you're going to be pleasing to God as you just think and live under his influence. Amen? But you're stepping into this world. The things of this world are the things that hinder you. The things that, you, that you're worried about, the very fact that you're worrying are the things that are hind- is the thing that's hindering you from experience, the provision to destroy that thing that you're worrying about. Are you, do you understand that? Like the ties, the ties that we have to the circumstances and the problems in this world and the way you respond to it might be the very thing that's limiting you from experiencing God's provision in that thing. We hold so tightly to wanting to let God work through our lives that we, we think about it and we're so vexed and so worried by the lack of that thing that you're actually limiting the provision to flow through that, for God to flow through into that area. I'm telling you, it's just, you're just going to have to kind of catch it today. This is, to me, this is just one of those days of revelation that, that there's more going on inwardly, hopefully, between you and God and your spirit than my ramblings up here. <laughs> I just feel it. I just feel it so deeply, so connected. Are you waving at me? Yeah. Good morning. Oh boy, I don't know if I should have done this. Clint said somebody else had something to say today before church. Okay. Now don't be making stuff up now. Yeah, I know. I can tell it was on you. I'm talking to other people. Uh. Wow. Uh. This is my family. You guys are my family, and I love you all very much. And uh, I don't think I've ever spoken. I've been going to church here for a long time. I've never stood up here and shared something with you guys. So I thought you had a couple times, man. Mm-mm. Oh. Uh, well, step up here so they can see you. But I, I, I love you all very much. And uh, I know that I've been through something recently. And, uh, and I, I, I can't be the only one. There's no way that I'm the only one that was in the place that I was at. And so I want to share this because it, it could help someone here. So um, if there's somebody here that is hearing that there's freedom in Christ, but they're not experiencing it, 
or that, you know, all of this makes sense logically, but I just can't seem to break through. It's not just, it's not coming into my life. I want to share a little testimony with you. I, uh, I had uh, a lot of things going on in my life for the last couple of years, and uh, mostly living with a hard heart toward God, and uh, trying to live a somewhat balanced life between doing things in the world and being a Christian and hearing this message, but really kind of putting a, a limit on what I was willing to let my heart experience and feel with God. And, uh, and so sin crept into my life in many different ways. And uh, I just got to a point where all of a sudden I realized that this sin was killing me. And uh, I confessed it. And I confessed it to a friend. And I confessed it to God. And, uh, and when I confessed it, I, I literally hated the sin. I hated it, and I feared, I had a real, real fear that it was going to destroy my life, and that it was bringing shame and condemnation into my life, and it was preventing me from coming in close with the Lord. And when I did that, all of a sudden, the freedom came. And I experienced intimacy with God like that. And for the first time in my life that I've been a Christian, I've been a Christian for 15 years, and I've had some very powerful experiences with God. God has done some things in my life and revealed himself to me in supernatural ways and unbelievable experiences. But I never, the whole time that I was a Christian, in spite of those experiences, I never had this like this burning, uh, like a like a hunger yeah. to be a holy man of God. Yeah. It was always, I love God. God loves me, but you know, and I don't know how to explain it. But yeah. that just wasn't there, and. Uh, I was so I was reading in the Psalms last week or this week I can't even remember I've been reading so much lately that it's a little bit of a blur but you know David referred to God as a fortress and I'd never really understood it like I've read that for 15 years it's hit me oh okay fortress but all of a sudden as I read it I realized I was in the fortress and I could look out and I saw the battlefield out there And uh, I realized that I, I, I had spent all of my Christian life on the battlefield mm-hmm. because I thought that I was trying to transform the old man. Mm-hmm. And so I'm fighting this war and this battle on a field that belongs to the enemy without God because I wasn't intimate enough with him, because I wasn't... I didn't shut myself in with him enough. And that is our greatest weapon. That right there alone is our, is our weapon. That's your weapon of all weapons. It's your nuclear bomb right there. Yes. Shutting yourself in with the Lord, getting close with the Lord. Yeah. 
You know, just like, even if you don't know what to pray, just sit there in silence. Don't let yourself be distracted. Just sit there and just give him some time. Just give him the space and the time to be and say, I'm yours and I'm available and I'm here and I'm just going to be quiet. I'm not moving until I hear from you. And that's your weapon. That's our weapon that overcomes everything, anything and everything. You're living in the fortress and we don't have to fight as hard as you think that you have to fight when you're living in the fortress. It's just a matter of walking around and making sure that there's not a breach in the wall somewhere, which is much easier than being on a battlefield, being attacked from all sides all the time because you're unwilling to just surrender your heart and come in close to him. And uh, so that's what I hear now all the time. That's what I've heard Clint talking about all morning. You know, it's just getting into that place and, you know, I don't know. That's, I don't know what else it. to say. I didn't plan on speaking, so I, no, I'm good. sure I left something out, but no, just no, wanted to share that with you guys. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I mean, so watch this because this is basically the only thing I had, and I was going to close with this at some point. But uh, Psalm 16, which I got two days ago. Keep me safe, my God, for, I am, for in you I take refuge. I think some of you are resisting taking refuge in him. Not because you're evil. Maybe you just don't know how. Maybe you've never been taught how to do that. I can't teach you, <laughs> but the Holy Spirit can, right? That's what a place like this does, and it's awkward. It's like, oh, we're so used to this world not knowing that you can shut yourself away with God, and that is where transformation happens. It must happen. Well, I can't do that. I can't go out. I can't get quiet and meditate. Well, whatever it takes for you, shut yourself away with God. I'm just going to read this whole psalm. Keep me safe, my God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. Apart from you, I have no good thing. You understand that? Apart from you, nothing. Now, that's not to say I'm a worm, I'm worthless, and all this false humility, and you try to be contrite before. You know what I mean? It's like you just recognize how good God is, that there's nothing good apart from him, and that's all you want. I say of the holy people who are in the land, they are the noble ones in whom is all my delight. That desire of holiness to rise up within you, it's not about performance. It's about resting and living in that secret place with God. Those who run after other gods will suffer more and more. I will not pour out Libations of blood to such gods or take up their names on my lips. Gods like the right job, enough money, the right spouse, the right church. I mean, whatever, you know, whatever the thing is that's messing us up. Maybe your God is crown royal. Maybe it's those Percocets that you keep taking that you've got hidden. You know, whatever it is that you're taking refuge in other than God... That's what he's talking about. Lord, you alone are my portion 
and my cup. You make my lot secure. You should feel safe in that place. You should feel safe. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. Isn't that interesting? Even at night. And now the word heart there in the original language, it's translated as mind or soul in different um, translations of the Bible. But it's the innermost being, your heart, that deep place. I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. You know, if you feel shaken, you have, you're not aware of him at your right hand. And that's not a statement of condemnation. It's an invitation back into this fortress that he's talking about. Are you with me? Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest secure. Body will rest secure. Those of you that need healing, get in that secret place with him. Find that fortress. Rest in him because there's nothing but good in there. Because you will not abandon me to the realm of the dead, nor will you let your faithful ones see decay. You make, now this is so incredible. You make known to me the path of life. This is what you're, this is what you are looking for, the path of life. What do I do? What's my next decision? How do I get there? You want to know how you get there? He makes known to you the path of life. And if your question is, how does he make it known to me? If you have to ask, you'll never know. If you know what I'm saying. He just described how you reach that place where he can make it known to you. You're in that place. You're in that fortress with him. I've been doing this for quite a while. I'm telling you, the people that get it see radical transformation. The people that don't either leave or just keep playing churchianity, which is kind of like Christianity. Churchianity is kind of like a vaccine. You get just enough of the real thing so you don't catch the real thing, you know. <laughs> you make known to me the path of life. Man, I'm telling you, commit yourself to experiencing this this week, that you get in that place with God. And the path of life will be made known to you. God is not withholding it from you. You make known to me the path of life. You fill me with your joy in your presence with eternal pleasures at your right hand. You make known to me the path of life. He will make known to you the path of life. Father, we give you glory. We give you praise. We just give you, we give you our minds and our hearts like Austin was talking about. But it's not, we're not, we're not waiting for you to give us a hunger. We're, we're opening ourselves. We're going into that fortress. We're going into that place to take refuge in you, to, ha to camp out with you, to be in that intimate place with you. 
thank you that you've given us the Bible so that we can read it and that it tunes our thinking to prepare our hearts to allow you to make that path of life known to us. It's part of it. But God, even beyond just your written word, we have the living word in us. We make ourselves bare before you, open before you, to let your word, your logic, your character, your integrity, your holiness, your righteousness live within us. And in that place, you make known to us the path of life.